welcome to another episode on the She Said He Said podcast with Anita and Mr. E. How's it going? It's going well, Miss Anita. How are you doing? It is great. And I hope everyone out there that's happened to be listening to us are doing just as great as we are. Me too. There's, there's no main topic. It's just <laughs> random we just talk. winging it. <laughs> we just winging yeah. it. Oh, okay. Yeah. How's everything with your brother and things of that nature? He's okay. He's getting better day by day. It's a slow process, but right. But he's getting better. I can see signs of him getting better. But cool. Because so, we'll take positive energy over and over. Exactly. Anything. Exactly. exactly. Besides, we need that. Right. Absolutely. And we haven't been on here for a while. We, um, I did like the little smile tribute to Aretha Franklin, rest in peace. Right. Um, but I don't even know any topics that we want to talk about, even if we were planning to talk about. <laughs> uh, no, not really. I mean, uh, uh, that nut in the airport <laughs> saying he just pulled a stunt. Oh my God! Yeah. That- that's, That's getting old, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like I'm I'm so over, you know, they do stupid stuff, they embarrass themselves, their family, mm-hmm. and then it comes, well, you're treating me like a black person. What does that even mean? mean? Like if you did it to prove a point, but yet you use those phrases, you're treating me like a black person, you're saying that it was okay for them to treat a black person the way they the way they've been treated. So don't treat me that way. I'm white. I'm not a black person. That's how you're treating me. Or did I just read that when I should have been reading it right? I mean, I don't know. I just that that's just what I took from it. Right, and that's what it sounds like is that he's okay with your with you treating black people like that, but I'm white, so you shouldn't treat me like this. Well, he said that he was a conservative Republican. He said he was a Trump guy. He said, but until the police fix the problems, he don't blame black people for being upset when they get arrested. He said that he was no danger. He said, I was being loud because I wanted everyone to see. He said, I wanted everything to be out in the open. Big companies have to take care of their customers. And when they call the cops and they got to de-escalate, not escalate. Well, nobody bought it. I know I didn't. Twitter didn't buy it. Um, I don't know. For me, I just feel like he wasn't making a point or nor taking a stand. For what? You know what I mean? I I don't get it. Like you, you, you're saying that you are trying to let everybody hear, but what stand was you, was you making? I mean, to me, it just seemed like it was just unacceptable behavior. Right. And I believe that you thought that you were going to get away with it. And when you bring up black people and you reference black people has nothing to do with wanting police training or equal treatment for blacks. I think it was just him uh, feeling that he, he should have been treated inferior compared to us hey. black and brown people. That's what, that's the way I took it. I just think that you saying, Oh, this was just a, a just to bring attention or awareness. I don't buy it, no, I don't but buy he either. did. He didn't get killed. <laughs> Uh, he was able to he was able to talk about it after the fact. So no, they didn't treat you like a black person. Oh, did I say that out loud? Yes, I did. Right. But that's my that's how I feel about hey, it. So. He he didn't get t- killed. He didn't get tased. He didn't get beat. 
he didn't right. get, you know. Right. I'm just over people uh, making excuses for doing stupid stuff and having exactly. ignorant behavior. Like, I'm just, I don't have no excuses for it. I don't. Now, I saw a video <laughs> that showed uh, officers that struck a man with a baton. Uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, he, and he, was, he was like, yes, he was on something though. He was what on something. Mean? Like they were showing the encounter um from different angles that it showed the the moments before the police officers actually struck the man with the baton, but he was just Oh my goodness, he was not he serious. didn't have no shirt on. He was just like he was ready. I just don't understand like what happened though. That's the right. thing. Like what yeah, led up to he, it. You know what made it got to that point, but man, he was whooping up, whooping up. Boy, I didn't like the fact that he was hit like he was punching a woman. They had like they was down. women when they was going down. They they was running right. trying to avoid hitting. I mean But two of them were women. Oh, he was? Oh, okay. Yeah, two of them were women that he was like, mm. Man, he, he was yeah, just... He was, he was swinging. He was yeah. swinging for the fence. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't pretty. It, exactly. it was not pretty. But what can you do? Yeah. When they on something. Because he was on something. He was yeah. walking back and forth like, come on, come on. What you... Oh really? See, I ain't yeah. see all that on the, the yeah. The, like he would, he'll like one one run off. He'll go to the other side with the other ones. And like, oh, I don't okay. know if he made it to jail. I ain't hear no reports that he was killed or nothing like that. But right. um, I just he was on something when he when they when they all got around him and they was beating him, but he was just knocking them. Just I know them they tased him too. Did you see the Did you see the iron the thing no, from the table? I didn't even know they tased him. Okay, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't pretty. I'm like, oh my god, I am so sorry. Right, <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't nice. No, at all. It wasn't nice. I kind of felt bad for him, but whatever. I didn't. I didn't. I was. <laughs> you didn't hey, feel I was bad feeling for him? bad. For, I was feeling bad for the officers because they was getting not smoothed out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie, it was bad. <laughs> oh, I wanted to make a correction on something uh, uh, on my podcast. Some months ago, when Two Chains proposed to his girlfriend at the time, and they said that they were married and blah blah blah, they weren't married, but now they are married. Two Chains married his longtime love, Keisha War, in Miami, um, with the West in attendance and all that good stuff. So, Two Chains added another item of bling to his collections as a wedding band. Um, the birthday song rapper 40 married his girlfriend, which his girlfriend is very beautiful. Like they've been engaged for like over 13, 14 years. I can't do that. I'm sorry. I, I you ain't finna propose. You not, I'm not finna be no fiance for a lifetime. No, but just over three months after proposing to her for a second time, uh, two chains, the artist wrote of a post, um, nuptials family portrait on Instagram. He confirmed the union. The pair said, I do in a Miami ceremony at the hotel Villa Casca, mm. uh, something I don't know, which originally belonged to Gianni Versace in front of a celebrity friends, the Kardashians, Kanye, Alicia Keys, Swiss Beats, Gucci Man. They had a video that they of their ceremony that they shared on Instagram. 
which they made um it shows them her making the way down the aisle in a mermaid mermaid wedding dress as John Legend's All of Me played over speakers. The reception for which two chains were a gold blazer and a, his bride had a rig uh gown. The couple was introduced as the handsome Zabinah on the gorgeous diva of wife's Keisha. They posted it. They celebrated. Monica was there. Um, you can see pictures of Kardashian and um, and her husband and Kanye and uh, Monica. She was there. Um, there was a lot of people that came out. Um, it's crazy because everyone was just surprised that all these years they were just engaged because I knew that he had proposed to her years ago. And they had been living together and all this other stuff. And I just was under the impression that they had got married just from him saying, my wife, my wife, my wife. He always, you know, mentioned of her as the sense of my wife. So I, I thought that they were married and they just didn't tell anybody that they were married or whatever. But anyway, now it's official. They are married because um, they got engaged back in 2013 or something like that. But they never made it official. So now it's official. They've been together so long. They have three children. Um, and like I said, he always referred to his wife, his wife now, Keisha, as his wife. But they had never officially tied the knot. So now they have congratulations. Kudos to you. So I had to correct that. Like I said, if I mention something about anything and then we later find that it wasn't true, I will come back and talk about it. When I mentioned it the first, when he first proposed to it at the Meta Gala, which it was very beautiful that he did it. Uh, which I didn't get the point of, you know, proposing twice to me if we never got married the first time. I, you know, I'm just saying, uh, but that's just me. Um, but uh, I just thought they were married. And so when I talked about it on my podcast, I was like, yeah, they, I think they were married, but I guess it was secretly done. And so I'm saying they, were, they weren't married. It was just girlfriends, blah, blah, blah. Well, she and me, her was wrong. They were not married. They just had been engaged for a decade. Oh. And now they're officially married. Congratulations to you and your family. I love black love. But whether they were married or not married, the fact that they're still together and still strong and he's in the rap game and he travels and he all that stuff. And you know, I got groupies in every corner. That's amazing. That's a blessing. <laughs> she and her don't trust no rappers. I'm just saying. <laughs> what, I'm just saying. So what kudos she to y'all. I don't know what she does. I know majority of the time she's with the children. They oh. have like a small show type of thing on BET. Right. And every time I would see her on the show, she was always with the children. So I'm not quite sure what she does. But I'm, I think she was doing something when they met. But I don't really know. Right. So I'm not going to tell that lie. Well. I don't know. Okay. Well, I mean, she, she, she's one of those that, hey, you be respectful, because I ain't heard him out there with nobody and pictures of him or anything. Right. He's doing his thing, but be respectful. Come on home and bring me the check. I'm cashing the check. I got the checkbook, so you can do whatever right. you want to out there to Sally Jane. Just don't just don't embarrass me. I don't think I can have that approach, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, not too much, but I mean, to a uh, it just, I guess sometimes, like, like you was talking about, um, uh, LeBron and his wife, you know, you know, he did some things, but she ain't she ain't going nowhere because of them. I mean, she got her own right. thing going and making her own money, but LeBron got hundreds of millions of dollars, so that's a big two chains. Yeah, 
Chang, chang, chang. Right. So, you know, so, you know, like, you know, like, like the rich white folks do. Okay, you in the West Wing, I'm in the East Wing, and, you know, right. up every so often. That's true. But, you know, right. That's true. these kids going to be in a, in a stable environment. They're going to go, they, and, and that's all they're going to need to know. So that's true. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. I mean, it's like, where do you, you know, like, where do you go? Where do, whatever her name, Savannah, go from Le- LeBron with that kind of money? Where do, where has Tiger Wood ex wife been with that kind of money? You ain't seen, I mean, she was with somebody, right. but that guy was a billionaire who she, you know, kind of hooked up with. But after that, I mean, but see, but see, that's the thing. I mean, I think we as, outsiders kind of judge women harsh that's married or that's longtime girlfriends of you know rappers and celebrity you know ballers and things of that nature um for me even if you're not well off or you don't have a career of your own and you're not trying to overstage his spotlight I can respect that you know what I mean I think what makes me feel like some women are just thirsty and just out for money is when you always see them somewhere exactly. in the in the media. And they, you know right. what I'm saying? Because like mm-hmm. plenty of these these rappers' wives and fiancés and girlfriends, you never hardly see them. So when you find out that they're married or they got a girlfriend that they've been with for X amount of years, you're like, well, wait, hold it up. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's why they've been together that long exactly. because they keep their private life private. Exactly. And I respect that. So when it comes to like the loving and hip hop of the world, women, when they get on there or whatever, um, and they got this boyfriend and me and Duchess been de- married, I mean, been going together for X amount of years and we've been doing this for X amount of years. I'd be like, girl, please, what? It's, like, stop it. Like, come on now, stop. I don't buy stuff like that. I just feel like love and hip hop have really made women of color, and I'm not talking about just black and brown women. I'm talking about the Latinos, Hispanics of the world too, the mixed creatures of the world too, have made them look trashy. Have made them look thirsty and desperate. But what about Because you take storylines and you edit it out and you make them look even worse than what they are. I'm not saying that it's not bad, but I'm saying they make it ten times worse. And I just don't like that. And 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 and, and okay, and I look at those as, as quote unquote young women. Probably none of them is but those women are older than you think. We're talking mid thirties and forties, and mid forties headed to fifty year olds that still look good <laughs> and won't admit their age. Like Cardi, not Cardi B. Um, what's that girl name? I cannot even think of her name. She's been on there since forever. Uh, with Rashida and them. Like I, I can't think of her name. But anyway, um, yeah. Carly Reed, Red, whatever you name her name, yeah. whatever you call her. But whatever, see, the woman is old. Yeah, but. With that inflatable exactly. butt. And, 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 but I was thinking more of, okay, and they're young because they uh, the music is young. It's hip-hop is young. You know what the young the, the younger ones that's on there? They look older than the older ones that's on there. Yeah. <laughs> they do. They do. And, and I think what makes me, what I don't like about a lot of the Hispanics, mixed breeds of the world that's been on Love & Hip Hop is, they, have, they try so hard to look like black and brown women so it's just really annoying to me like I love their I love majority of them style the way they dress they wigs are horrible I don't know who be doing most of them have but that shit be ugly I'm just saying some of them yeah be together 
but they so busy getting big bu- big boobs and and big old butts and tr- like just do you like do like y'all don't understand that it's a lot of work going into making a ba- a, a fake butt real. <laughs> like when y'all get older, that stuff gonna like it's gonna look ten times harder. And I'm sorry, I haven't seen one fake butt that looks one hundred percent beautiful. It don't look. It don't look I right. Haven't. I mean, it just. I mean, it don't. It look retarded. It, exactly. It looks like it doesn't go with your body. And what I don't understand is these men be looking at these women butts. How y'all say that's fine? How y'all how y'all how y'all say that look good? You see these women posing like they the paparazzi gets pictures of them in their bikinis or whatever, and you know you got the you know edit it so it don't look as horrible. But even with the edits, the shit is horrible. It it looks like shit. Right. I don't know. I just maybe because as a woman, and not just women, men as well, but as I'm speaking for myself, from a, my my opinion of women, we all struggle with some type of insecurities. I don't care what it is. We struggle with something. Rather, it's just day-to-day of keeping your patience. Rather, it's just you're not where you want to be at in life. Rather, it's your nose, your stomach, whatever. We struggle with things. And that's just the bottom line. But I've never felt like botching up my body and taking some fat out of my stomach and putting it in my ass. Was the cure. Exactly. I never. And now I did think if I get some money, I'm gonna be like um um Patty LaBelle and chop half of my nose off. But then I said I I have a Michael Jackson nose and I might not be able to breathe. So that just went out the window. But like I told you when I was younger, I used to take tape. I used to put it across my nose to try to make my nose look smaller. So, yeah, I did that. But, mm. like, now as a woman, like, my nose is big. I own that. That's just that's just me. Like, it's big. And, like, if somebody tried to insult me with your big-ass nose, okay, it's been big for a long time. Mm-hmm. What else you got? You know, what else you got? Like, you can't come and say nothing. Else. Oh, I wear wigs? Yeah, but I do have hair. Okay, now what else you got? <laughs> what else you got? You know what I'm saying? Like, People, because that's always people go to with your ugly self. Now you know you don't believe that even on your worst day. You know I'm not ugly. Stop. You know what I'm saying? So you can talk about right. my nose. You can talk about me wearing wigs. I brag about wearing wigs. I brag about wearing wigs. So that's nothing for me to embarrass about. I've talked about me having a big nose. That's nothing for me to be embarrassed about. That's that's me. If I wanted to change my nose, I could have been strapped up some money and went and got a nose job done. That's that's just not me. Like for me, that's not gonna make me feel better. I look in the mirror. That's not gonna be like, oh my god, if I get my nose cut off and look like Michael Jackson's nose, I'm gonna be the most beautiful woman in the world. No, mm. now if I got my nose chopped off and that's gonna make my bank account fatter, then that might be something I would consider. But since that ain't gonna happen, I don't. That doesn't bother me. But right. I, I guess that's just me. Right. Because I know a lot of women go and they, they do all this work to their face and it makes them feel better. So I'm not knocking them. But out of everything to have done to you, I've never wanted big boobs and I've never wanted extra butt. Never in my life. Now, I wouldn't mind getting some fat sucked out of my stomach. But you ain't finna put me to sleep to do that. So, yeah, we, I would have to figure something else out for that one. <laughs> I, I think if I wasn't scared of anesthesia. Right. <laughs> I think those probably be options that I would think about. But I don't. I don't think about those, but I, but I honestly, when I was younger, mm-hmm. when I didn't, I wore a size four and five clothes 
and people had me feeling like I was fat, I I thought about Whoa. having like my stomach done, things of that nature. Yeah, Four I did. But I people would say yeah, you was but fat. The, wow. Yeah, but you know when you already got issues emotionally and people feed on oh, that, okay. that makes it ten times okay. worse because people catch you at your weakest point. Okay. But um, to see all these beautiful women on Love and Hip Hop get on there and embarrass themselves, it's an embarrassment to me too because they laugh at us. Like when they see black people on shows like that, black and brown, and like Hispanics and these dark Asian and these mixed women, let me tell you something. Y'all may not be as dark as the black and brown skinned people, but they looking at y'all like a black person, as a black and brown person, ignorant and stupid. So when you get on there and you act stupid and you want to fight over Chuck and Larry, guess what? They're laughing at all of us. They ain't just laughing at your Hispanics and your Asian background. They're laughing at the black and brown ones more than they're laughing at that other side of you. But what makes me more mad is they could be the worst ones on Love and Hip Hop, but they're going to always talk about the darkest skinned ones. They're going to always put them down to worst. And that's the part that I don't, I don't jive with. So I try not to watch Love and Hip Hop. I think right now it's just everybody selling their soul for a dollar. And it's just embarrassing. I mean, money talks. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. But I've never been that person that's been influenced by money and influenced by nice cars and things of that nature. So that's probably why I look at things the way I look at it. Like, honestly, like I could be walking in the mall and somebody could be passing out a nice car and they'll turn their music up like they about to bust the speakers out. I will turn my back to them, scarily, because they might have a gun. Uh, but I don't want to, like, that doesn't interest me. That That's not make me like, oh, my God, let me check the car. That doesn't do that for me. It doesn't. It never have. So, mm. I don't know. I'm just different. I'm right. just different. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Yay for being different. I know, right? Yeah. Turn some car wheels. Turn some car wheels. Yeah. Yeah. So, what else we got interesting that we could possibly add in? Add in. <laughs> I don't know if you heard about this incident. This white America over in Uganda. Oh, my God. Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I did. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Jeremy. Um, no, Jimmy Taylor. He's supposed to have been a missionary. Is it Jimmy Taylor? Yeah, that's what it says. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, he's supposed to have been yeah, a missionary. He allegedly had um, but I, assaulted and took um, uh, a hotel person in Cambola, ain't it? Uh, Kampala or something Yeah, Kampala. Like that. The capital yeah. of um, Uganda. Yeah. That's crazy. Right, exactly. And he, 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 he said the video, you can see Taylor seen punching slapping at the worker. He also called them niggas and tell them that they have to obey him and threaten to kill them. That is crazy. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. It's a it was a four minute video. Yeah. Like four minutes. Like he came behind the receptionist's desk knocking things off her table. And then the hotel worker uh, came from around the table and he came from behind her and followed the worker to the lobby where he berates her, them, whoever it was, and then accuses them of hating Jesus. Um, I'm sorry. 
I would have hit him. Yeah. He he got to the. He went to he <laughs> he just. I would have hit him. I would have hit him. He said. He lie. got to the point where he at one point he said, "Fuck Uganda." He said, "I came to love Uganda. I've come to help Uganda, but Uganda hates Jesus. Do this, son son of a bitch." Ooh. He said, "You mm-hmm. obey what I say." He said, I don't obey you. You understand me? Ooh. Open wow. my goddamn room, nigga bitch. Wow. And that 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 B word when it came out of his mouth. <laughs> they was good. Then want to claim he got some kind of illness that caused him to be stressed out. What illness caused you to be stressed out besides you crazy? Yeah. Now he's supposed to be mm-hmm. a religious missionary. I don't know. No religious, well, no missionaries, no matter what that acts like that. Right. But see, that's the problem, though, because a lot of them um, missionary uh, people, they go up there and they they do like have they have like relationships with the women up there. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, mistreat them women and they feel like they have the right to do whatever they want to mm-hmm. to them. And I, that disgusts me. Like, I can't stand. Like, I always want to go to Africa to do missionary work. But I've always been scared to go up there because I wouldn't know what to eat. <laughs> like, I would be scared to eat up there. And and when I was talking to the nurse practitioner that's actually from Africa, she was like, no, you can eat from where we're from because that's how she talks. <laughs> and I said, I know you can, but I would know where not to eat from. She said, just don't eat from random people. Okay, but if they got like a booth hidden out, you know, like come try this. She's like, no, 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 no. They're not going to have that anyway up there. So she was like, they, what she doesn't like about because she went visit. She said they have actually turned Africa into almost like a city, like a New York type of city. And she said it's traffic everywhere. They have more vehicles up there. And she said it's more expensive than what it used to be. Um, so if you don't have any money or whatever, it's bad for them. Right. So, yeah, so she, she, didn't, she doesn't like that part of it, but she's glad that they were able to, um, like, make it. What part of Africa more, she's from? She's from, they call it Cutoff. But she's from Ethiopia. I just but it's a it's a little part within Ethiopia that they call cut off. So that's where she's from. And her family is still is still over there. Oh, okay. Ethiopia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, her mom is still up there. Her mom came, they kept them she kept her mom down here for three months and she said her mom after three weeks, she said her mom wanted to go back. Her mom was not happy. Wow. So she stayed for three months. And she said they had to take her back because she was not happy and she did not want to be here. And so they took her back and she misses her and stuff like that. But now that her mom is older, um, it, you know, she can't hardly see her like she wants to and all that stuff. But I think that would be hard for me if I was that close to my mom, like she was and is to hers. It would be hard for me to just take her back and be like, all right. See you in the next 10, 15 years because it's been years, years since she's seen her. Her mom has gotten older and her mom is, you know, sickly a little bit. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. But did you see um, 
the ex Baltimore um, police officer that was filmed beating a man. Yeah. He pleaded not guilty. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he pleaded not guilty because he, he was caught on caught video. On video beating and he still pleaded not yeah. guilty. Wow. Yeah, he's pleading not guilty to assault and misconduct on charges. But it's funny to me. You I think you know where I'm about to go with this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where I'm about to go with this. How that he just say it. <laughs> Let me see, is he black or white? He has been... he say he's, he's, he's black. <laughs> he's black. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. His name Arthur Williams, so that uh, is no how it <laughs> Oh yeah, Arthur Williams, yeah. I used to have a good yeah. friend of mine was Arthur Williams. Arthur Williams, he's twenty five years old. He had to appear in, in person for his initial court hearing on Wednesday after turning himself in the night before. Uh Baltimore Circuit Court judge ordered for him to be released from jail until his trial October the twenty third. The prosecutor on the case argued that he should be locked up without bail. I don't understand how when you were beating this person and you didn't kill him and shoot him. I'm not going to go there just yet. But Williams earlier this that week was indicted on charges of first and second degree assault and misconduct in office after video surfaced uh, that showed him beating a man and throwing him to the ground. The victim was a 26-year-old named Deshaun McGregor. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. And um, he was hospitalized after the attack for a fractured jaw. McGill, that's what I thought. Mm -hmm. Fractured jaw, broken ribs. His attorney objected to the former officer released on Wednesday and said he should be considered a threat to the community and the police force. Williams' lawyer rejected those claims. He described his client as a family man, a mentor, a Marine with a clean record, not no more. He said that the video of the altercation only tells part of the story. He said this is a man who's, who um, who was a spectacular person. He had received three different awards when he was at the police academy. There was no history of violence during his time as a police officer. Um, this is someone who has done a lot of good for a lot of people. And obviously the video and the perception of what the public has is a different one than what the facts will show. Um, Arthur is not a threat to anyone in his community. He looks very much forward to his day in court, his chance to tell his side of the story, and his lawyer thinks that it's what we're going to be able to do, is change everybody's mind. Um, Mr. William is actually a Baltimore native. He um, resigned from the police department on August the 12th. A second officer seen in the video has been placed on administrative duties. I don't see why he was placed on administrative duties. I guess because he wasn't aggressively trying to break him up as he should have been, maybe that was why, which they're withholding that man's identity. The second officer has not been charged. Um, He shouldn't be, and that's my opinion. Um, The Baltimore uh, State's Attorney's Office indicted Williams on Tuesday. The confrontation with with the victim, which the officer said unfolded before community onlookers. They said that it is important that the community knows that there is one standard of justice, no matter your sex, race, religion, or occupation. Police officers are sworn to protect and serve, and when the oath is taken for granted and abuse of that power is evident, we will hold them accountable to the fullest extent of the law. Um, this is an integral part to rebuilding trust in our criminal justice system. Williams and another officer were patrolling an area near that 2500 block of Monument Street when he approached the victim and asked for identification. 
And that's when the encounter escalated when the victim refused. And the victim was arrested but wasn't charged with a crime after the fact. Um, I don't know. The video was it was very disappointing for me. I don't think there was any room for for what I saw to be questionable as to what should have happened. And it was extremely, extremely disappointing yet again for police officers. And let me just say this. He repeatedly struck that, that guy to his head. He threw him to the ground in a manner in which was like, you ain't shit. Like, let me teach you a lesson. I think the other police officer, to be honest, and I ain't justifying him, but the guy that was with him, the officer that was with him, his partner, whomever, I felt like he just didn't know what the fuck to do. Mm-hmm. He was like, what the hell? Like, that situation went from 10 to 15 million and seemed like five seconds. And see, that's what people don't understand. When people talk about police officers abusing power, it doesn't matter what race you are. These were two black police officers. Two. And like I've said on my podcast before, my color is the worst ones majority of the time. So it's not about race. And when it comes to a badge, there's one color badge. So there's no Hispanic badge, black badge, white badge. No. A badge is a badge is a badge. It doesn't matter who's wearing it. Period. And just because you black and you do it, you're supposed to get what? We're not supposed to be mad that you did it? Right. And you happen to be black? No, we're more pissed off that you did it. Because majority of the ones that's getting killed and, and being excused is from the hands of the white police officers. And you know this and you see this and you take your little strong ass up there and you become one of them even more so. We already know that y'all do even worse to us. But Again, the video does show only one side of the situation. But my thing is, once you pinned him, once you got him to the ground, you could have just put handcuffs on the guy and just call it a day. You were punching this man, and that man never hit you back. See, that's where I would have went to jail from, because I would have hit you back after that first or second uh, hit. Because it's a reflex. You want to hit back? Yeah, I would have. After a certain length of time? Then you hitting in his face. Like, I don't know. It's just to me. I just, I just think it's out of control. I think law enforcement is, is to the point where it's out of control. You don't even know who to talk to. You don't even, you don't even feel good about calling them if there's a problem. You're scared to call them if there's a problem, and it shouldn't be that way. We should never be scared to call and ask for help. Never. You should never be riding on an interstate and it's getting dark, and you're praying to God that no police officer get behind you and it's dark. You should never, even as a woman. You should never be fearful of that. Right. No matter what race you are, you should never be scared of that. I'm. That's just my opinion. Right. Exactly. I agree. You shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. But you better be. <laughs> I know, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's like uh, it's just emotionally draining. That's all. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my God! They have sales on Louis Vuitton purses. Okay, what do that mean? A sale on Louis Vuitton purses, which means they don't—they instead of costing 
uh, $1,795. They cost $1,695 or $1,495. Is that what you're talking about? All right, you guys, that is our time. Especially if we don't do it, Anchor's going to do it for us. Because <laughs> they let us know. I ain't playing with y'all. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We let y'all get past 30 minutes. So. You, you ain't know. Anyway, <laughs> you guys stay true to yourself. Do not let anyone else's thoughts and opinions dictate who and what you are of yourself. You can go over to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and all those amazing podcasts, and you can subscribe to us. You can come over to E and A on the She Said, He Said, They Said podcast, and you can give support there. You can email Anita Love to Hate to Hate at gmail.com. Um, also on Spreaker and Breaker, you can actually comment and you can leave questions. You can tell us what you think, if you like or don't like, what you would like to hear, all that. We welcome it, we invite it, we want it, and we ask for your continued support. Yes, we do. And hit that 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 support and subscribe on Anchor. And share. And share. Yes, yeah, share the link. Yes. It's better to share. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. It's better than to give. Than exactly. To so give. Exactly. Give. Exactly. And you guys continue to be encouraged to be better every day than what you were the day before. And continue to push love and positivity despite negative and hate. Let your family and friends know that you love them today because everybody knows that tomorrow's not promised to anyone. And remember to live, love, and laugh and allow God to be God and Mr. E. You know. You guys got to never let anyone steal your dreams. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, mm-hmm. we're going to see you at the top. There you go. Until next time, you guys. Peace. Deuces. <laughs>